We've all got questions about the Bible and Christianity. Some of us are Christians and want to know how best to live for God and show our love for Him. Some of us are curious about what it means to follow Jesus. And some of us are skeptical of the idea of religion in general. Whatever your background, we invite you into these conversations that strive to take an honest look at what the Bible has to say on a wide variety of subjects. Each week, we will discuss questions that have been sent in from all around the world and try to find truth and practical application in God's Word. If you have any questions or follow-up comments, contact us anytime by emailing info at broadwaycoc.com. I'm Jed Lovejoy, and these are Conversations with Dan. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another one of our conversations here with Dan. Now, Dan, I don't know if you realize, but we've been doing this for a year now. No joke. Yeah. We, we've got a whole year, you say. A whole year <laughs> we've been doing this. Uh, and so just want to start with a thank you to everyone who's been watching and sending in questions. And uh, we keep getting reports from where all these spread out and go to. And, and it's quite humbling to, to know how far they're watched. So yep. it's, it's great. Glad we're able to continue doing it. Uh, and like we said the last couple of weeks, we have a lot of questions so I'm working on getting together some more of those kind of compiled lightning rounds or different things like that. But for this one, I'm going to start with some true or false questions. Okay. All right. True or false, Genesis is the first book in the Bible. Yes. Revelation is the last book in the Bible. True. Genesis is the first chronological book in the Bible. Yes. Um, let's see. Nehemiah is chronologically before Psalm. Wrong. Okay. So that that leads us in because the question is why in the world are the books of the Bible in the order they're in? Okay. Uh, this kind of came up from several conversations and several questions, but it seems fairly arbitrary sometimes. Let's yes. be honest about the order of the Bible. So... Maybe start Old Testament, go New Testament. Why is it the way it is? All right. First of all, <clears throat> the word Bible okay. is uh, just an Anglic anglicizing of the word biblion. Biblion in the New Testament means a scroll. A scroll okay. is like a roll. <clears throat> so first of all, this is not a scroll. It is not a biblion. It is not a Bible. Okay. So <clears throat> we've kind of appropriated the word. Even though the word says Bible, scroll, hmm. it's not. Actually, the Bible is more like a box of scrolls. Because hmm. in the ancient synagogues, up in the front of the synagogues, they had a big chest with cubby holes in it. Hmm. And that chest was called the Ark of Scrolls. And inside that chest somewhere would be the scroll of Isaiah and the scroll of Jeremiah and the Torah or law scroll of Moses. <clears throat> Which so, contains several books <clears throat> yes. of the Bible. Yeah. So the Bible was not under one cover uh, until New Testament times. And even in New Testament times, while it was being written, it was not under one cover. It was separate scrolls. Hmm. For example, if you go okay. to Luke chapter 4... <clears throat> and verse 16, we have Jesus getting up in the synagogue at Nazareth to read. And read a verse or two there, Brother Jed. All right. Luke chapter 4, just start at the beginning. Verse 16. Verse 16, there we go. And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. As was his custom, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. 
And the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was given to him. All right, hold. <clears throat> the scroll, singular, mm -hmm. of the prophet Isaiah was given to him. So he wasn't given a book like this one. Yeah. He was given one particular scroll, and all that was on that scroll was the book of Isaiah. Yeah. See? So the point being for our discussion, the books of the Bible were on separate scrolls mm -hmm. at the time Jesus was there. All the scrolls were thrown into a box. Yeah called the ark and then after Jesus read <clears throat> you'll see he read a passage that started with the spirit of the lord is upon me mm -hmm. we know today from our references that that's Isaiah 61 verse 1 mm -hmm. but there were no chapters or verses in the bible until right. the 1500s so scroll of Isaiah when he got done it says he gave it back to the attendant and the attendant put it up yep there so, in verse 20 <clears throat> there you go yeah so the bible is a box of scrolls now you know how that sometimes you just throw them all in a box mm -hmm. they were just thrown all in cubby holes there wasn't a set order <clears throat> synagogue to synagogue that you knew they'd be the same there was not necessarily a set order but there was kind of one okay because the Old Testament of Jesus' day was divided into three sections. Mm -hmm. And those sections were called the Law, the Prophets, and the Writings. Sometimes the third section, the Writings, was called the Psalms. Hmm. So let's look at Luke 24. Okay. Already this is different than what <clears throat> I grew up learning in, you know, like pew packers. Can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so turn to Luke 24. Luke 24. I'm still looking <clears> for. <throat> okay, 24. Got it. All right, and let's read verse 44 nice and slowly. Everybody out there, follow along now. Okay, Luke 24, 44. Then he said to them, These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms would be fulfilled. Everything written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms. <clears throat> All right. Now, right here before me, we've got the Hebrew Bible mm -hmm. and we're looking at this Hebrew Bible. And so it's pretty much like ours in the law of Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges. You see where it mm -hmm. judges. Let's see what comes after Judges. What comes after Judges? Root, root, no, Samuel 1. 1 Samuel, and then we've got, we've got Samuel, Samuel 2. 2, and then we've got Regnum, which is Kings 1. Okay. And then we've got Kings 2, and wait a minute, right after Kings 2, right after 2 Kings, you guys, what's going to come next, Jeff? Chronicles. No, it's Josiah? Isaiah. Ah. So right after 2 Kings in the Hebrew Old Testament is Isaiah, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, and you go all the way over to uh, all the 12 minor prophets, Hosea, Joel, Amos, Obadiah, yeah. Jonah, Micah, wait a minute, and you finally come to Malachi, Jed. Uh, yeah, because he's a prophet. <clears throat> and right after Malachi, you've got the Psalms, the book of Psalms. So it's, I mean, this is, again, where it gets really confusing for people because, okay, so it started as a book of scroll, all the scrolls, then they kind of bring it together and they group it by what seems to be a pretty logical grouping. All right. They've taken law and history, they've put prophets, then they've put kind of the poetry. Yeah, and Jesus, in that reading you just did, recognized that order yeah. that we were talking about there. And so then... 
we come along at some point in history and go, we don't like that order. But but let's let's <laughs> let's fool with them a little bit more. Okay. I mean, it's already fooling with me. All right, so let's go to the very last book in the Hebrew Old Testament is what? Looks like Chronicles to me. Second Chronicles. Okay, Second Chronicles. So the Hebrew Old Testament, Jesus' Old Testament, went from Genesis to Second Chronicles. Now, Malachi was the last book in the second section, mm-hmm. the last book of the prophets. Right. And Malachi is roughly contemporary with the book of 2 Chronicles. Really? Yes. And right before Hmm. the books of Chronicles, let's look in here. You've got the books of Ezra, Nehemiah, Nehemiah. and Chronicles. Ezra and Nehemiah, after the Babylonian captivity, you know, they came out. And we're we're told in Ezra chapter 5, verse 1. -hmm. Let's look at Ezra chapter 5, verse 1. Ezra, which is after Second Chronicles in our current Bible. Yeah, but it's not in the Hebrew Bible. <laughs> not in the Hebrew Bible. So you've got Ezra chapter 5. Chapter 5. And verse 1. Verse 1. Now the prophet, prophet oh, let me speak correctly. Now the prophets Haggai and Zechariah, the son of Edo, prophesied to the Jews who were in Judah and Jerusalem. All right, wait a minute now. So at the very end of the section called the prophets, you've got Haggai, Zechariah, and Malachi. Mm-hmm. At the end of the section called the writings, you've got Ezra, Nehemiah, and Chronicles. Mm-hmm. See? So if you parallel the end of those two sections, you've got Haggai and Zechariah and Ezra and Nehemiah at the same yeah. point in time. See? So they're almost <clears throat> doing a chronological order of things. Yes. But in the categorical Bible. chronological. First right. the prophets in chronology. Yeah. And then some of these other writings chronologically. Yeah. All right. So Which, so to someone like me that likes to see things fit together, that's making sense to me. It makes more sense, doesn't it? Yeah. But still, the matter of the order of the books was something that human beings did. Mm-hmm. They grouped them together based on when they were written and uh, the, the chronology of things and the type of literature it was. The, the, uh, the more poetic type books are grouped into a section at the end. Right. You know? <clears throat> so remember this, if you're out there, that Jesus' Bible was the law of the prophets and the writings, or it was sometimes called the law of the prophets and the Psalms. Mm-hmm. All right? Now, in the New Testament times... Um, it's sort of like if you go into Jed's office, Jed is very organized. I'm not going to say those three letters. I'm just going to say organized. There we go. I like that. All right. So he's very organized and everything in his office is put in a certain place mm-hmm. because he likes to organize his stuff. My office, on the other hand. It's not. It's not. <laughs> and and I just throw my books up there and they might be in some broad general categories, but I just throw them up there and they're usually my desk is piled high with books and yeah. stuff like that. So really, the order of the books of the Bible is just about how people threw them on a shelf. All of them are the holy books. They're all the divine books of the inspired canon of Scripture. But in various ages of time, people just chunked them up on a shelf in in sometimes pretty arbitrary orders. Yeah. For example, we've got Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John together because they're all Gospels. Sure. They all, they all tell the story of Jesus and his birth and ministry and death and miracles, resurrection, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. 
But it's interesting that we've got Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and Acts because Luke wrote Luke, mm -hmm. and then he picked up another hunk of paper and he wrote started writing Acts. Acts, and if you read Luke one one through four and Acts one one, you'll see that he wrote Luke to Theophilus, and then he said, starting in Acts one one, my first book, O Theophilus, I yeah. Uh, did according to all that Jesus began to do and to teach until the day that he was taken up, and then he just takes off with volume two. Right. So it would make a whole lot more sense to me if we put Matthew, Mark, and John, and then we put Luke and Acts right next to each other. They, because they're volume one and volume two of the same work. Yeah. Doesn't that make sense to you? Absolutely. Okay. And so uh, don't get the impression that the books of the New Testament are necessarily in chronological order because they're oh, not. Yeah. No. If um, anyone's ever picked <clears throat> up a chronological Bible, you'll find the passages are, I mean, you mix and match the different letters and the pieces. and. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So um, you have to find the chronology by reading the history. Now, everybody listen carefully to this one. This is where you get your pencil out and... You write stuff down. <clears throat> we won't do a quiz at the end, we if, promise. If you want to read the story, just the story of the Old Testament, mm -hmm. then you want to read Genesis, Exodus, Numbers, Joshua, Judges, Samuel, Kings, Ezra, Nehemiah, and Chronicles. Hmm. If you read just those books, Genesis, Exodus, Numbers, Joshua, Judges, Samuel, Kings. Uh, you could throw a little Daniel in there. Ezra, Nehemiah, Chronicles. You will have the story, the, the historical storyline right. of the Old Testament. If you read just those books. Yep. Then if you'll read Luke and Acts, you'll basically have the storyline mm -hmm. of the New Testament. Of the New Testament. Yeah. Okay? So it really helps if, if you will read the storyline, and then in your own mind, you can figure out how to fit the other books mm -hmm. along that storyline. Right. For example, if you're in... Um, Second Kings, and you're reading in there about Isaiah. You could probably go to the book of Isaiah. Then you could, you know, or if you're reading yeah. about Jeremiah in there, yeah. or if you're reading about one of the other prophets in there, and if you're in Ezra 5 and you're reading about Haggai and Zechariah, well, you can stick them yeah. right in there. And so that's kind of the way that you do as far as stacking the other books up. So, now, So if there wasn't anything... Like, the Word of God is inspired writing, but there's not an inspired order, so to say. Uh, in, is, in the, instead, there are certain cases where there is. Okay. In other words, there are certain books like the Pentateuch that obviously one book hmm. follows another. And they've been that way. <clears throat> right. Well, it's not just the order, it's the content of the book. because. Yeah. At, at the end of Genesis, you've got Jacob and his sons down to Egypt, and then Exodus starts out, these are the names of yeah. those that came down to Egypt, and it's obviously picking up right where it left off. Yeah. So those are naturally sequential, and you can see that. Sure. But other than that, it's just strictly human. So I guess it gets down to the question of, 
when <clears throat> did we get when did we get the order and why in the world have we not tinkered with it since then? Tradition, <laughs> tradition, oh, biddy, 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 uh, tradition. That's the only reason. Okay. Once, <laughs> once they started printing English Bibles in particular, the tradition was so strong among us and, and in other traditions too of a particular order that somebody chose back when for whatever reason that it just stuck hmm. that way. But you have to know that there were no chapters, there were no verses, yeah. and the the books were circulated individually in most cases. Hmm. So the order is usually an arbitrary. So is thing. it kind of is it like a lot of things during that time period where there probably were several different versions of the book being bound together and ordered, and eventually there was just one that won out, sort of thing. Sort of yes. I mean yes, but. More, more so, there were broad groupings of the books that stuck mm. pretty early, like the Law, the Prophets, and the Writings. You yeah. know? And um, Gospels naturally went into a sort of a grouping because they were all about the life of Jesus, death and resurrection of Jesus. Yeah. So, and letters, epistles to the various churches that were established in the book of Acts. They were grouped together, yeah, because so they were we, letters. So we got the first, second, third John sort of settings. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> but if we were to rate them chronologically, yes, and this is this is totally another discussion. But you would probably have at the very end of the New Testament, Gospel of John, first, second, and third John, and Revelation. If if the order of the writing, that's a yeah. whole another discussion. Oh yeah. But um, to, another thing, you know, the chapters and verses didn't come in until much, much later. So don't ever get hung up on chapters and verses. Um, it's it's the, not the order that's important. It's the content of the books. But the storyline has an order. Yeah. There's a historical order of the storyline. Genesis, Exodus, mm-hmm. Numbers. Mm-hmm. Joshua, Judges, Samuel, Kings, then maybe Daniel, Ezra, Nehemiah, and Chronicles. That's the story order of the Old Testament. Luke, Acts, and maybe a tiny bit in Revelation for the story story order of the rest of it. So pretty much it was a tradition the way it came about. And we pretty much stick with it now. That way we can all speak the same language. Right. So we can say. reference it. We know where to find it. Yeah. But when you go to the original language, especially in the Hebrew Bible, you got to look different places because it's in different order. All those Bible majors out there, they're going, yeah, we've known this for ages. You know. Well, some of them. <laughs> Probably a lot of them don't have a clue. We'll anyway, keep our opinions fine. about that. But mm-hmm. but it is, it's, like I say, it's the sort of thing where you start discussing it and you look through it and some parts make sense, some parts don't, especially when you are, maybe you're studying for a class and you go, okay, I want to find out what that reference is. And you're looking 10 chapters, you know, 10 books over oh, or whatever. I know what I wanted to tell you before we got done. Okay. The book of Psalms is a unique book in all this because... It covers a lot of ground. Yeah, the book of Psalms is a song book from the entire history of Israel. Mm -hmm. So you've got very old Psalms like Psalm 90 is a Psalm of Moses, which goes in date way back with the Pentateuch with the first five books. And then you've got Psalms of David, Mm -hmm. you know, from 1000 A.D., 
Yeah. And then you've got Psalms of Asaph, one of the guys that was in charge of the music in the temple. Yep. Then you've even got Psalms uh, written by people during the Babylonian captivity, like Psalm 42 and 43. Yeah. Uh, they're... Some some Levite that was in captivity, Psalm 137, by the rivers of Babylon, there we sat down and there we wept. Mm-hmm. So those Psalms go all the way to the end of Old Testament history. Yeah. So the book of Psalms has authors from all different parts of the story yeah. of, I mean, of the Bible. Over a thousand years? What is it close to 17? Uh, well, some you, you've got uh, Moses at 1400 BC, and you've got the Babylonian captivity at uh, uh, five, roughly 586, 587, down to 500, sort of. So, so you've got almost a thousand years yeah. variability by, there. Yeah, by, by some fairly uh, conservative estimates, it's nearly a thousand year book. Right. So, I mean, that's that's a lot of stuff to fit in there. Yep. And even the book of Proverbs, we usually say Solomon, but the last two Proverbs were not <laughs> written by Solomon. Right. So there's probably some some um, length of time there. But, yeah. again, to summarize all this, let's sweep it up into yeah. a pot. It's a lot of interesting information. Hopefully <clears throat> it's been helpful. Um, the order of the biblical books is largely... Just a human endeavor to put them in some kind of arrangement. Yeah. Except for the fact that there is a storyline and there are certain prophets that you can fit in at different places in the storyline. And there are different psalms, like the Psalm of Moses, you can put in back there at the time of Moses, things like that. And um, so don't get hung up too much on traditional order or don't ever get hung up on chapters and verses. Yeah. It helps us all communicate well. So like if someone's sending in a question, they can say, Hey, Jed, hey, can you give us some sort of thing about Ezra 5.1? And I'm not having to sift through a lot of just open words. I can go straight to Ezra 5.1. Right. It's interesting, though, in Scripture, like in the book of Hebrews, as he says... Uh, in Isaiah, and he'll give a quotation. He won't give you any chapter. He just says, yeah. you know. Or Jesus opened in Luke four sixteen and 17. Jesus opened the scroll to the place where it was written. Mm-hmm. But that's Isaiah 61, and there weren't any chapters. So yeah. did he scroll through the scroll and then find that section and just go? Maybe. You know? Or maybe yeah. he just knew where he was going. Yeah, but I mean, I there were no numbers to guide him. Is oh, what exactly. I'm yeah. 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 So there we go. A little bit of information to kind of fill you in there. Uh, Yeah, sometimes it may not make all the most sense, but at least it gives us that common language to move forward with. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Acts and the letter to the Romans. Personal opinion, I'm glad there's a good New Testament song. Me too. I I wish there was a good Old Testament song. I've yet to find a good Old Testament song. But anyway, if you've got one, feel free to share it. I've heard a lot of them, but there we go. I'm always looking for something to teach the kids. So Very good. Thanks again for listening to these weekly conversations between myself and Dr. Dan Owen. Conversations with Dan is an outreach and teaching ministry of the Broadway Church of Christ in Paducah, Kentucky. You can find us online through most of the major social media sites or through our website, broadwaycoc.com.